ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์429 Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, whores. Welcome. Why is it longer? Oh, because it's fake. <laughs> It's been so long. Anyway, welcome to online podcast. I'm Ding, <laughs> <laughs> and you're Tiger Mom Pinoy Boy. Yay! What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ding and Tiger Mom. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, t- totally off the the introduction chart. Oh I, my whoa. gosh. Anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, whores. Um, welcome back to online podcast. I have a, as you heard, I have a special co-host on the show today. It is Pinoy Boy from OhMyPod.net. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I, and you realize this is what happens every time we're in the same room, or virtual or not, it just turns into chaos. I know it's fun. <laughs> That's that sums up. The whole existence of Ding the Bell. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like this Asian spark that turns into chaos. I know it's so pretty, sparkly, <laughs> so super gay. Cha. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, well, let me say this: uh, we are inspired to do this show because. I was listening, and you heard. Also, I'll let you talk about yourself. But for myself, I heard the episode called um, "What is it called?" Let me see. Uh, uh, from Lot let Soul. them eat tripe, I believe. Let yes, you are like so smart. <laughs> you remember everything. Uh, yes, it, it imprints. That, that's I think that's something that I always have to explain. If it imprints, if I hear it and it imprints something in my head, it sticks. Uh... That's my little. Filing system. Oh, <laughs> my little midget in I have, there. I have no filing system. That's a problem. <laughs> uh, so yes, and it's Lotsoul twenty nine. So if you go listen to Lotsoul, you can look them up on iTunes. It's L O T S L Lotsoul, short for Life on the Shit List. Um, one of my favorite shows, and so their show when they talk about that particular episode, they talk about food that they like and food that they like to hate. Um, the end result was that oh my gosh, I'm not hating anything. So everything they say, whether or not they like or hate, I like. So I tweeted them, and and then um, talking to you, Pinoy boy, that I also found out that you uh, kind of have the same reaction, right? Yeah, it it really it. Oh God, I guess I'm like a food bully or a food nerd like that. When uh-huh. when something is is I guess laid down like that, I I actually become defensive I like, towards wait. things that people find offensive. It's like oh oh what, okay, what, that's, what's that's, wrong with that? That's a good take on that. Yes, and why why do you think people are like that? I mean, it is it's pretty common that typical Americans are like that. Right. Oh God, we're actually going to say. I know. Uh, I don't want to paint a, with a but, white brush like but, that. But, but the white brush. Well, I have to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I said white oh, brush, but I, I guess it is a white brush. <laughs> a, a, a wide white brush. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank goodness there's nobody watching. <laughs> but but no no no. <clears throat> going back to seriously. Well, seriously. Not seriously, but seriously, I, I have the the ones that I know. Well, not to say all of them, but the ones that I know, um, that I know for sure is Bruce. Bruce is not very adventurous when it comes to food, and and I kind of slowly understand. And after he met me, he became more and more adventurous, because he was just not exposed to the the idea of trying new foods, and it's just his. Whatever he was fed when he was little, he would eat, and that's it. Um, maybe it's a Midwest thing. I don't know. I have no idea. I just only have that one reference. And actually, I see a lot of that in my among my friends. Also, what is your response to that? Well, without painting my... it over a white, white, white. <laughs> my brush. snuff is 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 super adventurous, mm. and always I, I'm ever, glad about... always been that way. Yeah, and, and I think that's just because the city that we live in was a huge melting pot. Uh, during the auto boom, mm. so a whole bunch of immigrants came in and and I guess 
made sure that their their ethnic foods were prevalent I see, and I see. were available to people. Yeah, and in a, maybe in the middle of you know Kansas, there's you know you you have you know less exposure, I guess, to to those kind of food. Well, and I'd also say a gay curiosity, right? It, it's it's kind of like appreciation of art. You you have like well, this true. appreciation of food. True, true. And we're not only talking about Asian food, right? It's it's more. It's just it's more than that. I know Asian food more. In fact, I don't really know any other kinds of food. <laughs> well, Detroit uh, is uh, a big Middle Eastern um, oh. town, as well as a Polish, German, and French town. So there's a there's a good variety here. And I, I you know, I rarely find anything uh, repulsive. Or well, I I say rarely because it's not a hundred percent of the time. One of the things I have not yet tried that you will probably maybe might convince me ugh, is, and I have no desire to try of Asian food that I want you to defend <laughs> the food is balut. <gasps> oh my god! See, I love it. I and it, please it's explain, not necessarily please explain to the okay. to the white um, brush. <laughs> Okay, so balut, and it's not necessarily just a Filipino thing, right? It's all over Southeast Asia, where a uh, fertilized duck egg is left to incubate for, I think, eight days, twelve days. So it's partially formed. It's no longer like an egg yolk and egg white. Yeah, it is. It is an embryo. Mm. So it's partially developed, mm. and 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 there's there's the uh, uh, fluid inside. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying fluid, but it becomes its own like little duck soup and little bits of duck meat. Mm-hmm. Well, I <laughs> guess if you eat duck, there's nothing gross about it, it's, except uh, for the fact that it's. Well, tell me, yes, it's soft and fluffy. It's kind of like. Um, oh, I can kind of imagine the texture, a little spongy. Um, yeah, kind of like blood cake. Okay, so so. <laughs> 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 um, it's like a chickeny blood cake uh, in the best duck soup, <laughs> and then there's a hard bit, which I, uh, I guess it's yeah, it's like a, it's like this rubbery hard bit at the at the bottom, but it's delicious. Uh, the entire gestalt of the balut is delicious. Oh wow! I I you I I do you cook balut before you eat, or do you just yes, eat it? you have to boil it. Okay. You have to boil so it. when so where how do you how do you prepare it? How do you buy and cook it? Um you boil it just like you do an egg. You just warm it through. Oh. Mm-hmm. You warm it through. So when how how is it prepared or preserved? Uh it isn't. It act, it's a fresh product. Oh. You you have to incubate that egg. How do you how do you then stop the growing process? Or do because you stop incubating it and therefore it stops growing. Right, right. So it 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 doesn't stay on the shelf for very long, right? Oh. You have to incubate it and then you have to eat it within two or three days, or else it's it's just no longer good. I've never had a funky one. I've never had a rotten one. I, I trust the purveyors of balut. I I have not had any. I don't know if I want to try it. <laughs> It's it's like a it's like a soft but, okay so it's it's but, egg yolk taken to the next level. It's mm, great. Mm, okay, so so in I mean, see, you're good that way. That you're the first one after describing it that made me possibly want to try it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, what's so offensive? Is it just the fact that it is a partially... baby animal? Yes. And because, uh, like, I'm I'm afraid I'll bite into like the the like the beaks and the the thing that's crunchy. And... Okay, so it's it's not it's not that developed. <laughs> um, you don't get differentiation. You don't you don't see an eye. Oh. Um, Can you I... not see it when you eat? How do you eat? Do you have you oh. have to see it right? How do you uh, eat it? No, you don't. I don't particularly take it out of the shell. I just crack the top, uh-huh. and then and then as I guess like an ice cream cone, you Scoop just keep it. on um, 
chipping away at the shell as you take oh, bites. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, but so you boil it, so it is kind of like a hard-boiled egg. Yes, yes. Okay. Do people eat it kind of soft-boiled? Um, it is soft. There's no way of screwing it up. Oh, I there... see, because there's no protein anymore. It's just fluid. Right. That, it, that well, will no, it's, 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 actually, it's like a bite of... It's like a soft bite of chicken meat and then the end soup. Soup, okay. So the flavor is intense or like a good duck soup, you said. I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say duck soup, but it's a very good chicken broth. Why nobody's like why an I, intense chicken broth. Why isn't anyone listening? <laughs> <laughs> is the link good? Is the link that I put out there good? Let me check and see. Uh, let's eat. I'm sure it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, the, the, it's good. yeah, it's good. While you check, I would say the there are some gruesome bits to it. Uh, you do see... Um, Eyes? The, no, no, no. Formation on the inside uh, membrane of the shell are... It kind of is reminiscent of uh, blood vessels. Oh, like it, those like it, a vein kind of thing? Yeah. The, the in, inner membrane. And sometimes pin feathers form. Oh. Right, they're that far along that you get little bits of pin oh. feather. I always imagine like the whole head and the, the no, not that far. No, no, it's not that far. You don't, you don't see a, a discernible chicken. No, is it or a duck? What color is it? Uh, kind of like grayish, a, like an ochre, like a mm, like a deep uh, brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To a to a light yellow oh, within okay, that okay. palette. Okay. All right. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you were asking me why is it... I think it's just the idea, just the thought, because it's not part of my growing up, which I understand, you know, a lot of the white brushes. <laughs> 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 you know, a lot of people who are not exposed to those kind of food would find things offensive or scary. It wasn't available to you? Not even it in, was in, not to me, yes. No, not the, in... The markets didn't have it? You didn't see, like, pallets of eggs, and why or is there a pallet of eggs that... That are different than the eggs that we use for frying or baking. I've never paid attention. I don't. I've, I've That's never the thing. Heard it's, of it. it's very subversive that you don't necessarily know in the marketplace what is balut and what's not. Mm. Right? You just see pallets of eggs. Are these duck eggs? Are these balut? Are these chicken eggs? And yeah, true. Because we see duck eggs, we see quail eggs, and and chicken eggs, and I, we, I've just never. And asked. you see the purple eggs. Right. What purple eggs? Is that the the century egg? No, no, no. That the, the shell has been painted purple for some reason. I don't know what that's all about. Really? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like light, like pale purple, or like no, like purple? a royal purple, like oh, like wow. my shirt. Yeah. Really? They've been dyed that way for some reason. I've not. Oh, maybe so. Not... Yeah. Well, I don't remember. But anyway, so going going back. Well, let's move along. Move, moving right along <laughs> into other things. So let's talk about. Let's start with the title, tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, I see. The thing is, I understand people's fear because I have my own little fear. And actually, the only thing that I'm, can you say anything other than balut that I could be afraid of? Any other food? Because you oh, know, you want food me to guess? More... Is that yes. what you want? Yeah, okay. well, like, like you see, you know that I'm afraid of that kind of food. Maybe you can come up with some other things that would would give me the same reaction. Because I, you know, more food than most people I know. It's <laughs> uh, a compliment. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. What about like um, tree worms? Yeah. Tree right, worms? The, the worms that that live inside the the um, no. vascular system of trees. No, I do not. Um, <laughs> I do not like. <laughs> have you uh, eaten? Have you tried that? Yeah, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like. Um, Is it cream raw fish? Oh, I like it's like crawfish. a it's like a um, what's it called? Uh, razor clam. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I've not raw, right? Yeah, a raw, raw razor clam. Okay. Hmm. See, the thing is, see, the more you put that into a co- the context that I can relate to, then it's not as scary. But we all have to go through that because my parents had to do that with me. Yeah. Right. Like, OK, this tastes like so and so. You like so and so. So give it a try. Is it alive, though, when you eat it? Or is it it is alive. It's yeah. well, it's not cooked in that sense. Oh, it, we so don't know if it's alive or not. Is it moving? Not that I know of. It just looks like a big booger. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I can it's like eat a booger. big booger with like a, a sucker on it. <laughs> I can eat big booger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so no, I would still say no. I think that's a, that's a good a good uh, one to come up uh, for me. But other than that, um, uh, is there? What about you? Is there Are there anything? foods that I would not touch? Yes. Uh, I would say grub worms, like what? the big fat grub worms. Yeah, is it because it's is it kind of hard? It, well, it's because it's got like this plasticky kind of like you know outside? like the yeah you you know like the fin of a uh, of a squid. Yes, yes. It's kind of like that little plastic, light oh. plasticky, and on the inside, it? yeah. And, and have you on tried the inside, it? it? Yeah, yeah. Ew. Okay, could describe. Please go ahead. Inside, uh, inside, it's like it's creamy, creamy. <laughs> And you know what? I guess if it was, if it was gutted and then and I guess the creamy part was put into something else, I would have liked it. But just to look at a beady head and then this, uh, like ribbed body, yeah, it, it was just off-putting. This is so totally not where we're planning no. <laughs> the direction of the show. <laughs> oh, we are then just repeating the show. But I know, but a on a hyper-focused level. level. <laughs> yes. Uh, on a, like, a graduate level. Yes. Of, <laughs> uh, of, uh, of uh, trying new food. So, uh, okay, so, okay. So Are that's there probably... fermented foods that you, you stay away from? Fermented like, super food. funky fermented foods that you stay away from? Uh, like, example what? I mean, I know, well, I mean... here's the thing, and, and I think I got this prejudice because of my mother. Because uh-huh. my dad, uh, my dad's area of the Philippines does this, but my mom finds it disgusting. Where it is, you know how you make fish sauce? Yes. You mix fish guts with, I guess, some kind of fruit and salt. Uh, there is a similar uh, technique where you preserve uh, whole fish rice and salt and you let that ferment and my my mom doesn't particularly like it just because it's pungent Uh now i'm guessing on a smaller scale on a less fermented scale yeah i would like that but it's it's once again it's it's what your parents dealt you and what how they compartmentalized these foods and presented them to you how you form these prejudices just like brussels sprouts to a lot of of you know people like if they if they are prepared Badly. And that's, well, that's, bad. that's Maybe... a that's a really touchy subject because I think I hated Brussels sprouts the way that I was reared uh, um, them pre- being prepared. But when I decided, okay, I'm going to tackle this. I'm an adult now. I can eat these properly. I it I came back to the way that my parents would prepare them, and I liked them. So I oh. guess I, I I needed a gateway mm. to enjoy Brussels sprouts before I could enjoy them like my parents yeah. would make. But them. a lot of people don't make that second. They don't give themselves a second chance, though. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, I constantly uh, try a whole bunch of foods, thinking, "Okay, I'm an adult now. I I should like this." Yeah. So, Case in point, um, ubi, or the purple potato. Yes. Uh, sweets made from ubi. Mm, like delicious. like cake or ice cream. Yeah. Uh, you do. I I will eat them. I won't be happy about it, but I will. Why eat them. is it this, the aroma? Uh, I guess it's like the tackiness. It's the denseness, right? Oh. You cannot make ubi fluffy and delicious. It's it's, it's just like very dense pasty. It's a gummy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not just. It's not on. Yeah, because it's not just powdery. It's also sticky. Right. It's not a waxy potato. It is a starchy potato. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have no problem with that. What about, let's talk about the pungent fermented stuff. Uh, shrimp paste. Is that pungent mm-hmm. enough? Is that considered? F- That's not pungent at all. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like shrimp paste or uh, f- salted fish, like the fermented salted fish. Mm-hmm. Is that still not as fermented? fermented smelling that's that's on average i'm just saying do you have any extreme cases where you will well avoid maybe that? maybe i have not had anything that i do not like yet that i'm aware of but okay. as far as my growing up eating salted fish which is very pungent 
you know, it smells like. <clears throat> let's try to find some ways. What do you think it smells like? It smells like. It smells like that one socks. part of the wet market that you don't want to get your flip flop dipped in. <laughs> 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 like, ah, shit, I stepped in the puddle in the wet market. I can't go home smelling like this. It, it, it smells like rotten fish. Yeah, it's gross. It's it's. It's an evolved rotten fish, right? It, yes. It, it seems it to be. This... Yeah. It's co- it's concentrated. It is sharper, right? Yes. It it's like like, like aged uh, cheddar cheese, kind of like intense. Yeah. Uh, those I like. I have no problem. In fact, I I love those things. Uh, of course, you there are several ways of eating it. Uh, for our family, is you either either fry it. Depending on what cut, also you fry it, or you can you you can actually make curry with it too. Uh, you can also usually you don't depending on what type, right? If, right. If so is... let's let's go over the kinds of types. Okay. So okay. there's a paste. There are I guess sauces. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There are pickle types, right? That they you can discern small tiny fishes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh, what else? speaking of the bread, like. Do you know chinchalo? Chinchalo is the it's a kind of pinkish sauce, usually come in like a ketchup bottle, and then there's little shrimp in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's those, right? Yeah. But um, but the 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 salted fish that I they are whole. The ones that mm-hmm. I I grew up with, they're whole, and usually you fry them. Deep fry them, and you can pretty much sometimes if it's thin and small enough, you can eat the whole thing. It's crunchy; you can just chew, 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 chew on the whole thing. Right. Uh, there are some more potent one that you have to you have to, and the flesh is thicker. Those I think the are the stronger ones that you you only pick a little bit, and it, the the flesh is kind of slightly mushy and chalky. Mm-hmm. And well, after it's fermented, or, or are you yeah yeah about yes when after it's, it's fermented. After right. it's fermented, so everything's sort of like fallen apart, right? Which oh, so delicious! I'm gonna have some. Tonight. What's so fun is that um, they're not, they're used as condiments, right? Yeah. You will all you'd have to do is just, just splash a, a little uh, lemon juice or vinegar on it, and it becomes a dip for whatever you're mm-hmm, eating on the mm-hmm. table. That's a good sauce, yes. Uh, or sometimes you you pick a few like small pieces because you have to use. It's salty, so you can't use too much of it. But plus, also you, you're supposed to only use that to enhance the flavor and not empowering the whole dish. Well, right, power. power uh, Was it overpower the whole dish? Right. So, so uh, the one dish that I like is you. You can saute pretty much anything, like the the salted fish clay pot kind of. Oh my gosh, sounds so good. I'm salivating. Hmm. So you would stir fry in hot oil, and that's when you release all the pungent goodness. Mm-hmm. I think, I know Bruce always. I never. I stop eating those kind of food because I know I'll kill him. <laughs> he will probably he will probably move out of the house if I cook that kind of food in the house. Right, which is why I love working from home. Certain. Uh, uh, parts of the week where I can have a lovely lunch to all to myself. I can stink up the house and mm. and, uh, and make sure that it, there's no traces when my man comes home. Oh, you, I. He... And you know what helps is that clay pot. That is a secret. Oh, there's a it there's something the whole... about yeah. There's something about the clay pot that pulls out certain noxious things from food. So like. Um, garlic is not as harsh. Oh. Uh, uh, when you fry, let's say eggs, eggs don't have like uh, that metallic taste to them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, um. So what else? Okay, so salted fish or the whole or or in chunks. I actually I have a friend uh, who was like the original guest on Benet Hokkien, who is an importer for a while when he was here. Of of uh, all kinds of dried goods from Asia, the mushrooms, salted fish. He always asked me if I want some. I said, "No, nah, I don't think I can cook here." And you know, that is those kind of pioneers are who we depended on in the early days when when that sort of thing wasn't available to us. So we would have when I was growing up here, mm. uh, we had a small Filipino community where we depended on this one importer and. 
even though it wasn't necessarily the things that my parents were used to, at least we had something. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't necessarily Chinatown because Chinatowns didn't have uh, what we wanted. Right, right. So we got used to certain things like uh, Thai fish sauce. Mm-hmm. That's that's something we had to adapt until we got Filipino fish sauce. Is it is it uh, different? I don't know yeah, if I know the difference. Yeah, but uh, there's there's a certain rusticness to Filipino fish sauce that mm. that uh, Thai fish sauce doesn't have. It's it's really rough and ready kind of loud and obnoxious kind of fish sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas uh, Thai fish sauce, you that's lovely on uh, on the table. More like more like a delicate. Right, right. So it's less salt. You can use it at the table. It's uh, not, you don't necessarily. If you cook it, you kind of lose a lot of the nuance in it. See, okay. So, uh, what is the scary Asian food that you think I would like that I may not have tried, or you can check with me to see if I've tried? Because I think mm. you know so much more, especially the non, or or you just want to say, hey, do you like this? I can't think of anything that is scary. Uh, uh, are there any fruits that you're aver- like that you find gross? No, I like durian. I love durian because it fe- it tastes like death. It tastes like dead body. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it smells like dead body. It tastes like vanilla pudding. Yes, That's, yeah. Bruce Bruce calls it. It's like eating uh, eating uh, custard. In a sewer, yeah, or kerosene. It kind of has like this gasoline yes, smell. Yes, yes, it's yes. Especially if you have the store downstairs, and if you live upstairs, or if it's like a there's like we. I used to go to the supermarket that has uh, durians downstairs, and it's actually indoor, which is horrible. And mm. they would open the durians and then put it in containers, so the smell would actually come up. And upstairs smells like there's you know gas leakage for the whole uh, department store. What? What's so funny is that there was um, uh, wafer cookies that were durian flavored, uh-huh. and I thought, "Oh, these are going to be great!" But and so fun. I bought them, and then uh, I took them in the car, just you know, for an in-car snack because you're fat and you like to secretly eat. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I took one, I opened it up. It's like, "Oh God, this stinks!" And this is going to be really good. So I eat one. It's like, "Oh, these are really good and sweet." I eat another one. I'm not enjoying this as much. I eat the third one. I need to throw away this entire bag. Oh, <laughs> why, it, why is it different? Because I hotboxed myself in that car in the middle of summer oh. eating durian-flavored uh, <laughs> wafer cookies. That was not a happy place. But, you know, when I eat durian, I I can only eat a small amount because I get indigestion. and. Okay. And I don't like the effect of indigestion. So I like durian a lot. So if I don't have indigestion, I can probably eat all the time. Now, do you eat it frozen? No. I find that you can get away with eating more and not oh, stink up frozen. your house if it's frozen. <laughs> but I don't like the texture when it's frozen. Yeah. It's, well, that's the thing is that if you mash it up while it's still frozen, it becomes oh. kind of like ice cream. I like it. Maybe that's why I'm getting I like to like... Suck the whole. <laughs> you I just like suck an entire lobe. Yes, I like to suck the whole thing. Yeah, and one of my favorite things to do is to use my tongue to peel off that membrane that's wrapping on the nut. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know on on the seed because it's something to it's do, like tear, right? <laughs> like yeah, you, you tear it. You you guys have to watch the YouTube. <laughs> Link on on online podcast You you like okay. You suck out all the cream, and then you you like tear it with your tongue and little your teeth, and you tear that little membrane. Sometimes it's, it has a little bite to it. Delicious, and it's creamy. Do you like the creamy kind or the bitter kind? I've never had a bitter kind. Oh, it tastes like alcohol. Oh, oh. Uh, so it's it's better, and and there are two kinds. There's one that is very Thick, creamy, and and the the bitter kinds typically it does not have an, a lot of flesh. Like it's very thin. It's like a thin membrane, a little bit of a cream in there, and then you hit that little membrane that wrap around the the seed. Okay. And, and it usually it's not yellow. It's kind of <laughs> when you say death, it's kind of like gray, <laughs> green, <laughs> a little greenish gray okay. death color. <laughs> and I like those too. I like both. 
um, those I can eat a little bit more. But the thing is, when it's, I think it's sort of it gets fermented in your stomach when it's not digested. So it gives you this, ugh, like the gas burping thing that I don't like. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. So I. How do you feel about um, jackfruit or lanka? I love, I love it. I love nanka. Yes. Yeah. See, the, uh, there's something about it. That I wonder if if we right should... off the tree, it it tastes like onion to me. Oh. It's like a, a Vidalia onion to me. May, but is it is it? Oh. Yeah. Don't don't you get that? There's there's a back note. It's very floral up front, but in the Maybe back, so. it kind of tastes I guess like it... onion. Maybe so. That might be that the the sappy thing that the that comes. Maybe it's from that. I don't know. It. it I, I have to saying. have it boiled in sugar in order oh. to eat it. No. Do you actually eat it uh, fairly ripened, like sweet? Yes. Oh. We don't even take it off the tree unless it's unless if it's ripened. See, I have seen. I don't know what culture this is, but I've seen in our Asian grocery stores that they sell those like not ripened. Like like super hard and green. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Is that like a I, Vietnamese I believe thing? Um, in Indian uh, cookery, oh, you can you can use it, it as a vegetable. I see, I see. Maybe that's why because I'm used to eating jackfruit when it's it's juicy and, and yellow, yellow and sweet. and sweet. It's very sweet, actually. Well, not as sweet as um, what is the other thing that look the outside look like jackfruit? I don't know what it's called. We call it jampada. It. It's kind of like a cross between the durian, but it's also, it's super, super sweet. Let me find out what it's called. Do you know what that is? But durian? is it big? Oh, what the hell? Why? The broadcast has been terminated? Oh, no. What did I do? Because it stunk. Because <laughs> I opened up this, this durian here and YouTube is banned. How come? <laughs> Why? Why did it do that? Maybe it's meant <laughs> not to be. <laughs> is it because I hit spacebar? I don't think so. Off air, it says. Yeah, this is it happened to us when when I was in Spain. Oh, so do we? Can you go on or just ignore it? Like nothing uh, is being recorded then. Nothing's being recorded then. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about going to onlinepodcast.com <laughs> to check out the video. <laughs> you didn't want to see this video, anyways. I know. Uh, I wonder if that link still works. If it's the broadcast is off, does it does it then show? Uh, Oh no! The live broadcast version is still being processed. So maybe it did record partial, like up to that point. Uh, but anyway, so if it does, should we start a new show? <laughs> uh, if you like, it's it's your show. Mm, I'm lazy. <laughs> you call it mulata, mulata. Uh, no, what what? Mulata, champada. No, then I'm not, because I'm thinking. Um, Let's see. Jum, let me look, search for Champada. Champada, and see if I can. Oh, yeah. How how to open Champada fruit? To the a YouTube link. Indonesian. Champada. Oh, you put it in chat. Hold on. Okay. In. Okay. Tunggu ya. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I thought the fruit made that noise. <laughs> yes, uh, fruit screams when you open it up. <laughs> okay, what, what do I do? Do I just give it to you in the chat? Oh, I see it. Okay. Um, This just looks like a similar... It looks very similar to... Uh, jackfruit, right? Jackfruit. Yeah. Is it a, a, like a a different species? A different... Yeah, it, it's, it's just something that's cultivated that's very... It doesn't taste... Specific. It doesn't taste the same. And the texture I, is... It doesn't look as sweet. It looks sweeter. I mean, it, it tastes sweeter, usually. Okay. And the, the flesh is more fibrous, uh, not as smooth as as nanka jackfruit is. You know, jackfruit is kind of like a... I was trying to describe to someone what jackfruit tastes like, the texture. It's a little bit like a... It's fibrous. It's crunchy. It's oh, crunchy. yeah, yeah. I it's can, crunchy. I can see that. Uh, and, but for chimpada, it's soft, almost mushy. Okay, and it's juicy, and then it it it's it looks like a bunch of juice just got trapped inside the fiber because you can okay. actually you know bite into it. But what I what we like is you actually dip the chimpoda fruit in uh, like a batter, like a tempura batter, and then fry, mm-hmm. and then you have this golden crunchy 
uh, veneer on the outside and you'll burst into that crunchiness and then the juicy, sweet juice would burst in your mouth. And if you... That sounds like overkill for a delicious fruit. Yeah, well, it is, but it's like a whole different thing. Sometimes you eat the fruit and sometimes you eat the fried chimpada. And the, but the, the thing is, you if you fry... Sometimes we also collect the seeds and then refry the seeds. And then you can actually eat the seeds. And it's kind of like a bit like... Um, um, Chestnut, it, the oh, inside. Oh, is it fluffy on the inside? It's it's well, it's a little bit. It's it's not as fluffy. Waxy? It's a bit waxy, yes. Okay, but when it's cooked, it's it's kind of fluffy. It's it's very similar to to uh, chestnuts, and it's quite delicious. I don't know why is it an Indonesian Southeast Asian. Have you heard of it? No, I've not. Oh, interesting. See, it probably has not. Uh, it didn't row on a boat over to the Philippines so uh, I do not know maybe so so yeah I like that uh, So, but I, you can't find that here you have not been able to find I that here I don't think I have seen them here I've only seen jackfruits here but not jampada okay now are there vegetables that you stay away from like uh, bitter melon I like bitter melon like the one with the crinkly crinkly Skin it depends. Side. You you have the Chinese smooth or you have the Indian uh, bumpy one. The bumpy one is what we're used to, yeah. Okay. That's a super bitter bitter melon, and my parents don't like it. I Oh, do you? Do you like it? I, I like it, but you have to treat it differently than the Chinese bitter melon. Uh, is the Chinese bitter melon less bitter compared to the, the Indian ones? Yes, yes. Okay. Now, I, I used to hate... Now, the thing is, there were... A ton of stuff that I like today that I hated as a child. Okay. And I, I, maybe it's kind of like you that I just decided, you know, maybe I'll like it. Like suddenly it looks like it looks less threatening <laughs> as yeah, an adult. Like, you, you wonder, what the hell was I thinking? Yes, no, no, I need no. to reconnect. Uh, this, yeah, I just want to see. what my parents like. I should like this too. I, yeah, exactly. Because my dad loves all kinds of like the, the, uh, coriander leaves and all those greens you know that mm-hmm. I used to hate I did not like uh, celery because it, it, it has that strong smell and uh, when I came here like to western s- celery or like Asian celery western celery okay and I didn't like the smell because it smells kind of a bit like um, is it what does it smell like celery kind of smells like one of those um, oh, I don't even know what's called there's a kind of Whatever it is, it's stinky. And anyway, and but I I I didn't like it. And then I came over here, and then I I tried it because it's hard to find green leaves vegetables in like say a Walmart when I was in college. Right. And so you know that's the only green things that you can find. You know spinaches and spinach and that. And I don't really have a lot of options, and it's cheap. Right, usually like forty nine cents for the whole stock when I was in school, and then I would I would buy it and I would <laughs> I would stir fry with <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> you know, like diagonal I mean, you on the laugh, bias. But essentially, you're going through the exact same thing that my mom and dad did in the sixties <gasps> yeah. when they came here, because y- y- it's a foreign land. You don't necessarily have the things that you had back home, and you have to make do. True, true. I I have actually made a uh, uh, catfish curry also when I was in college, and it was delicious. Wait, so did you pound the 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 herbs and chilies yourself? No, no, no. My you found a paste. <laughs> I actually found uh, it's it's dried curry powder that my parents sent over. <laughs> so it's it's all kinds of well, it's all the, like turmeric too. Uh, no, tamarind that is uh, ground like dried powdery so it's you know the, the all the flavoring is there it's just that you just need to add water they made okay. it for international shipment and uh, shipping uh, reasons and so so i used to do that i don't do that anymore though because i'm i don't cook asian food much anymore i sort of uh i like asian food still but because bruce does not like he doesn't like chinese food he'll probably like that he doesn't like fish though uh he likes more pungent, like he likes Indian food, Thai food, okay. um, Vietnamese food, but he does not like 
Chinese food, like Cantonese Chinese, that is a little bit more subtle in in the flavoring and taste. Oh, like that's unusual, just because it's just a toned down on, on the scale of spiciness and and complexity. That why would he not? He like finds that? it bland. Okay, I can understand that. He so he doesn't necessarily bland. dislike it. It's, it's yeah, yeah. A, it's just like it's not nothing. exciting. For yeah, exactly. Him. Yes. So he likes it that that kind of more like a punchier uh, Asian food. But I kind of like like on on the days that you're feeling virtuous and and the days that you're feeling kind of blah. Yes. I want a winter melon soup with in a light chicken broth. Yes, yes. He does not. I don't think he ever gets that because to, because he would probably go for like. Um, He's just gonna put chili in it, macaroni, it's like cheese. chili oil, all up in his winter melon soup. <laughs> so, so yeah, I yeah that you know that subtlety, that subtle winter melon uh, yeah. flavor, and a very light, almost watery. He would say that it's just water. To him, it tastes just like water. But there are days where your body feels like, okay, I can't not I can't deal with this. <laughs> I I need to I need to have something light. Well, I totally understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I just want something light. Ting uh, tong, we call it in Cantonese. It's like a very light broth. Right. Or um, I believe other cultures call it eating white. Uh, Italians call oh. it eating white, where you don't necessarily eat anything with herbs or anything uh, with strong spices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anything else that is that could be like challenging? Let's channel Lotzel and see if we were to name this and they would scream. Well, well, well okay, tripe. Do you not oh. like certain tripe pieces? Because there are different types of tripe coming from the same cow. Um, which is the one that you think is the most repulsive, or most people think is? Is it the one that has a lot? A lot. It's, it's kind of the, rough, the, rough. The fingers in it. Yeah, yeah. It has like a little, t- like all, almost like little coral. Like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's the honeycomb, right? There's the brown kind of flat one that I guess it's it's the most gamey. And then there's the one with the, the villi in it, with the fingers in it. I don't know if I'm... De- I think... What, what about the one... Yeah. Sometimes you get both in like dim sum. Like, yeah. you know, you get... Both the, you honeycomb get the honeycomb and, and the those. fingers. Yeah, I, I, I would. I'm not afraid of of that, but I would say I probably prefer the honeycomb part 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 of it more than that because just because it's it's a little bit softer, it's not as rough. So it's a texture issue. It's not the taste. Correct. Okay. And That's strange because I find that all lovely, right? Because there's there's the stuff that tastes like you're eating uh, fat. <laughs> that Which, that part I like. <laughs> it's a it's an entire. We could go on about foods that that feel and taste like fat in, in Asian cuisine. But there there's that one portion. If it's cooked properly, it 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 chews like fat. Uh, there's the the chewy that kind of massages or tickles your tongue <laughs> as mm. you're eating it. And then there's the hard stuff that you kind of have to chew and chew the, and chew. That that I don't like. It's not because it. I find it repulsive. It's just that ugh, that's too much work for me. Like the the chewiness. <laughs> There are things that I like chewy, like cuttlefish and stuff in that's chewy that's good, that I enjoy, but not chewy tribe. And see, I, I think that is, uh, I guess, a step towards what I dislike about some certain people about uh, when, when they talk about the foods that they hate. Is yeah. that things aren't easy to eat, right? <laughs> Everybody likes things that, that you can just unwrap and you just throw in your mouth and right. just swallow. Right, things are challenging to eat, and, and part of Asian cuisine is that it is a challenge. You actually have to work for your meal at True. the table. True. Uh, I, like that... like knee cartilage. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> do you eat I... a lot of knee cartilage? No, my own. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think so. It, it, there's a Korean soup where it's it's a cow bone or a cow knee or a cow foot, mm-hmm. where uh, you're served this gigantic like hulking bit of bone and and there's like little bits of cartilage floating off of it and uh-huh. you you enjoy your soup and as you're enjoying your soup you're picking off the cartilage off that bone mm, i'm sure i'll like that but there are people that like don't like picking out a whole fish because oh god there's the head there's the bones yes. i don't want to have to deal with the tail i you know i understand that because i i used to be that way too i, I didn't want to 
eat fish because it's just too troublesome, like too cumbersome. And I've come to the the point where I will eat whole fried fish in the company of someone who is patient with me or, or, or someone who has brought a book or a Kindle because <laughs> you take it your will time. take me forever to, to obliterate a fish. Yes. <laughs> And every single part, you have to like suck it and suck it yes. to get all the 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 meat and the flesh out. Oh, my mom and I fight over the the tail, uh-huh. <laughs> especially my... when it's crispy fried. Oh yes, oh yeah. those are you. Mm, yeah, that I would eat. Like yeah. even sometimes the the fins on the top too when it's crunchy and fried. Oh, so good. And there's a lot of meat that is stuck to the backbone attached to the 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 fin. So. Yes. Yes. Yes, that's right. Because sometimes when it's just steamed, you like yank the whole fin out, and then you suck the bony part for the, f- mm-hmm. the so that the flesh would come out. Yeah, I remember a a, a dish when I was growing up. There's a restaurant that would do like a they what did they call it like yin yang or something fish where they have half the fish is uh not steamed. It's like kind of like stir fry in this kind of uh, like a little uh kind of like a lobster sauce kind of clear but sticky sauce oh like an egg sauce yeah kind of like a little like you know starch and then egg yolk like a clear egg sauce yeah Yeah, right right and um it has half the fish cooked in that way and then half the fish deep fried so you have so (laughs) so so the meat are the ones that comes in the 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 saucy uh portion and all the bones and the fins and everything was was deep fried until it's crispy. So, so it's you like can, a cracker. Yeah. So you can actually eat almost the entire fish except for the backbone. I think it's sometimes a little bit too tough, but too you can spiny. eat all the yeah. fins and everything. It's delicious. Mm, yeah. I'm salivating. <sighs> I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Thank goodness we don't have a YouTube. <laughs> I'm glad we don't live near each other because we would constantly be going out I know, for Asian food. I know. Okay, so that that recorded that the recording that got stopped actually got posted. So oh, okay. Anyway, so you only get to hear the first part. So go see the first part, but uh, you have to come continue listening to this. So um, yes, I know. Guess what we would do if we lived close to each other? It would be horrible. Because yeah, we would I think we would have to time. designate when our men are together so we can stink up one of our houses. Yes, but Bruce does that all the time. He lets me go out and eat poison food, he calls it. <laughs> poison food. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to eat poison? And I'll tell him, you know, I'm going to eat poison uh, tonight with my brother. So enjoy. So he's okay with it. Yeah, he just, you know, he doesn't enjoy it. So he just let me go enjoy it myself. <laughs> so we would have to have I our just poison make it. I, I'm sorry. you. I guess this is something that I grew up with. Like, okay, you could either. And, and my man grew up the same way. If you don't want to eat it, then you're just going to have to starve. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cook two dishes for you. Oh gosh, no! I actually, uh... I, I'm a tiger mom like that. <laughs> you eat the stinky fish, or <laughs> not eating at all. Well, that's the thing is that here we don't get a lot of good like fresh saltwater fish, so it's not terribly stinky. The freshwater fish that we have here don't really stink. Uh, so you don't have that the flavor. Right. We don't have the blue fat, which I think is going to be the next big thing. You know how bone marrow is gigantic right now and and people love to make things with bone marrow? Uh I think... What is the blue fat? uh, Blue fat, you know how you you gut a fish and you've got under... In the belly, you've got this white, bluish fat on uh, on fatty fish. It's the best. I think that's going to be the next big thing. Oh. You know what? People are... Are more and more uh, well, I would say people like uh, the Americans I know are more open to fatty food recently. Yeah. Like, well, in restaurants, for instance, like I go into a, a recent a recent restaurant, a res- restaurant that opened recently, well, about a year now, uh, and they have pork belly on their on as their entree. It's one of the best dishes there. And it really is. It's just fat. You know, a little bit of meat, but very thick fat. And what they do with it is is they make it almost crispy on the outside, but it's still buttery and soft inside. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And people are ordering that now. 
Yeah, and there's this resurgence of, okay, or this backlash of healthy eating, right? Mm-hmm. It evolved from our kind of, okay, we're in a shitty recession, the dot bomb, let's eat some comfort food, let's get some, like, let, let's eat in this context of what mom made. And that morphed into, let's just eat naughty shit, <laughs> because we can. And it's not even naughty to to me, right? No, it isn't. It's it, like a but, regular... But it's it's naughty in the fact that we don't, as Asians, we don't eat it as the the star of of the table. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yes. not the primary thing. There are lovely things surrounding the pork belly, uh-huh. and we're not supposed to be the the terrible one who takes only the good thing. Right, right. And that's oh something gosh, that I really it. have to hammer into my man is that he will eat like the best part of the table <laughs> and like leave <laughs> me with nothing. It's like I will sacrifice myself and like okay, I'll eat these these lovely greens. That's, um, that, I guess you could eat all the meat. <laughs> that's you know that's something that I've never thought about um, about how we eat because we typically we eat off of the dishes on the table and then we surround the table and then we will from the same pot or same plate or bowls we would dish out into our plate right so you kind of right. have to be you, you don't just hog the whole thing the good thing and take it to your plate uh you and you eat it by for me i know sometimes my parents when they are over here they try to be con- more considerate about how we eat because <laughs> bruce you know, to Bruce, it's new, but you know, Bruce is fine now. But in the beginning, my parents are still a little bit paranoid that, oh my gosh, should we get extra spoons for each each dish? Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And then, and then Bruce will still do that. What he does is he doesn't mind that we eat off of the same soup bowl. Like, do you mm-hmm. do that too? Like, you drink- okay? So, well. I, I don't want to tan, uh, do a tangent, yeah. but that is an extreme form of... Uh, there was a rude awakening when my friend decided to move to Korea. And she said, what? Everybody does food sharing here. And and she she embraced it, which I'm glad she did. But yeah, we eat from the same bowls and yeah. with the same spoon. right? Yes. Or No, I'm sorry. Your, we your own each spoon. have our own spoon, <laughs> but we eat from the same bowl. And yes. that's why we have long spoons so we can reach across the table and, and eat from the same soup. Yes. So yes. that's extreme food sharing. It's it's not like we have a rice bowl and we we dish it out into our plate or bowl. No, you you get in there. You put your chopsticks or your spoon in a side dish. Yes. And we don't care. It's whoever's at the table, you are close enough that yeah, you'll trade spit. Yeah. You have to be okay with that. Yes. And that's that's a thing that that my parents was always looking out for Bruce because she she would actually more so than Bruce reacting. She is like, oh my gosh, I think he's gonna think that we're all sticking our own spoon into the into the soup bowl. So she would try to like dish out small little thing, and of course, you know, he doesn't care. But what he does is he would still dish things f- with his spoon. You know, we eat with spoon, fork, and spoon. Mm-hmm. He'll with his spoon, he will dish. Uh, a few bites and put it on his plate like most good Americans do. Mm-hmm. And then he'll eat off of his fork. Like he'll eat like, you know, a right. normal, typical American. And, uh, but he doesn't mind that we, we just pretty much, you take a bite, pour it on your rice, you stick it in your mouth, you take another, you know, the same spoon, go and take another dish of whatever and put it on your, on your rice again. You eat again. Even soup is that way. What's great is that, well, not necessarily great, but, I have shielded my man from eating with my hands. Oh, I do not eat with my that. hands around my man. That. Like only like the the, I guess the first couple years that we were together, it's like okay, I, I have to eat with my hands. Why is the the f- um? There's something deeper than than that. I think when you eat with your hands, there's something tactile that that you can feel your. You food can feel the quality of the food. Uh huh. And it's more satisfying right. could, for some could, reason. It's you, more satisfying. Yeah. Right? So right. Th- there are a bunch of cultures that still eat with their hands, and and there there it's kind of offensive to the cook that you are going to disassociate the food by using this intermediate utensil. Like, yeah. Okay. I I guess I'll eat this dirty food with this very clean spoon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not getting in there. You're not really enjoying it. And especially when you let's say if you're eating fish, eating with your fingers are pretty much essential especially because with the you bony can feel fish. the bones and everything right i 
I remember growing up, my mom would eat with her with eat rice with her hand, and my my dad's side, no, they would just use fork and spoon. And yes, Americans, fork and spoon, and you you actually hold your spoon on the right hand side. In your dominant hand, the the spoon is in your dominant, dominant hand, hand, and you use the fork to shovel Push it. Into yes, the spoon. exactly. So that, do you do you guys eat that like that too? Or is it uh, no, I here's the thing. thing is that I have a fetish. Uh, uh, I have a flatware fetish, right? Uh-huh. Since I grew up with just eating with my hands, right? Uh-huh. Um, I learned to like, okay, I've got to eat a lovely fancy meal with all this kind of cutlery, uh-huh. and I love it. And and I and and I guess I stand on ceremony even at our informal dinners here, where nor- knife and fork. Uh-huh. And I will yell at my man if he just pokes or touches something on his plate without, like, why are you using your hand to move it onto your fork? Why aren't you using your knife? I put a knife next to your <laughs> plate so you could do that. But, yeah. But, it, I, so, yeah, we, it's, it, I think it's a Southeast Asian or maybe Malaysian. I think maybe I saw that in Thailand, too. Uh, I For sure in Singapore. That's how we eat chicken rice is, is you, you know, you use it on your dominant hand spoon and you shove yeah. the rice into... The... Yes, uh, city Filipinos will do that. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> fancy. Oh, but, so let me continue my story. So eating with our, our hands, uh, my mom's side would do that. She would do that. And every now and then she would say, oh, I'm going to eat with my, my hand today. And she would, especially the certain dishes, like I said, if there's fried fish and something, uh, I usually... Actually, some kind of curry that yeah stews. We yeah. eat stews with with our hands, and and you gotta know how to use your hand to eat it too, right? You have to. Let me tell you, growing up Filipino in a, in a rural Filipino household, it helped me in India quite a bit. Oh, when really? we had Indian plate, and there were no utensils. <laughs> tell 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 us how that uh, that was helpful. Um, when we went to where the locals ate and we ate on a banana leaf or a piece of newspaper, um, you were given like a little pile of rice and then you were given on your either plate or banana leaf, like a dump of, of, uh, I guess, cooked down vegetables or lentils or it, it, it was like a stew like consistency. So yeah. you had to kind of mix your less wet ingredients with the wet ingredients so you have something pliable to put in your hands yes 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 and what was so hilarious is that my friend who who moved to korea is now in india she couldn't figure it out (laughs) she's been there for quite she's been there for two years now and she's still like a baby with like Like, a really (laughs) super messy hand like when she's done eating my mom always say you 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 can if you only your fingers would be covered with your fingertips your it's only your finger yeah. yeah you do not get it. her hand is like oh god why go wash your hands and <laughs> and i will have a clean hand when i'm when i'm done <laughs> scoop it no up. you don't you don't scoop it with both hands and bring it to your mouth that is the incorrect way to eat let's talk hands. about the proper way of eating it i mean eating not your hand but you're <laughs> eating food with your hand okay so i guess you gather your food with your uh index through pinky, right? Yeah. Right? You, yes. That's how you, you rake all of your food. Right. And once you have it in a neat little pile, you grab it like a claw, uh-huh. right? You grab it like a claw, and in that claw, you, you then you invert your hand up so that you kind of have like a little scoop. Yes. Right? And then you bring that scoop to your mouth, and you use your thumb to, to, push to it, shove, shove it in. in. Okay, so yeah, okay, so there is. See, we've never exchanged notes, but that's exactly how I do. And do you do this thing? I'm gonna have to try to describe it because we don't have the YouTube feed anymore. After you grab your food, you uh-huh. kind of like wiggle, wiggle, and push it down onto the surface so that you're compacting. You compact it, yes. yeah. So you compact yeah. what your rice or whatever thing that is in your in your with between your fingers and pack it down and then right. you invert it and then you shove it with your. Yeah, you have to get it to a point it you can. Scoop it. Yeah. Right? So if you have something soupy or stewy that you have to kind of compact it with your rice. Yeah, yeah. And, and rice or um, African fufu. Have you eaten fufu? No. It's kind of like this uh, cream of wheat. Uh-huh. Right? It's like this fluffy kind of mashed potato consistency cream yeah. of wheat that, that serves just like rice. 
and 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 same way same way in africa that you kind of mush your fufu along with your stew and you scoop it that way Mm. because yeah you need to have that that vessel to get your your stew your curry or whatever up in a form where you can actually put it in your mouth yeah 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 Mm, so delicious eating with with my and then you tap your hand against a table to to loosen all the debris the that you didn't manage to sh- shovel into your mouth on back onto the plate all so right, you start I'll all do. over again oh oh no that's <laughs> the, the, i was told my mom did not want us to lick our fingers because that that was just rude so she she, I... she told us never lick your hand oh like that your fingers <laughs> yeah she hates that it's it's one of those things and i guess uh, that was imprinted on me i i i will never lick my fingers <laughs> so i still do that when i go back to malaysia i would go out to uh like malay stalls and food stalls and i would go and and my mom would say do you want to eat with your hands and we'll eat and i'm the only one who would do that my sister my brother they never they just like no, I would not. <laughs> but I actually asked my mom to teach me because I guess that's you know that that marks the my foodiness starting then. I told my mom that it looks I, when I see my mom eat with her her hand, it's the, there's I'm curious with how enjoyable the experience appeared to me. She looks like she enjoys it so much more than eating. Like when you are. It's like savoring the food. When you're touching the food, you savor the food. When you're eating with the fork and spoon, it's kind of a little bit distant right. the, from the Right. The food. only sense that you get is in your mouth, whereas when you're, you've got more sensation when you're touching your food. Yeah, true. I think the smell also, the, the sense of smell also is enhanced when you touch it. Because because yeah. because you know how your your hands you're actually moving like the, the particles that you're actually bringing them to your face, right? Mm, so good. <laughs> so you didn't Ooh. you didn't eat with your hands as when no. you were growing up? No, I okay. had to I had to ask my mom. Um, okay, so here's the thing: the the using your hand to eat is uh, the Malay influence in Malaysia. Okay. Malay Indian they eat with their hands. Chinese uh, eat with chopsticks and bowls. So my dad's side of the family. Uh, my grandparents or my paternal grandparents were both from China, so they do not eat with their their hands. But my mom's side of the family, uh, my my maternal grandfather was from China, but my maternal grandmother was actually Peranakan. Uh, so they, the the locals and intermarriage, and so the culture is kind of Malay and Chinese mix, mm-hmm. and so they're still ethnically Chinese, but their their food and their culture is very interesting. It's the uh, mixture of nyonya, that's what nyonya. It's called. yeah. Mm-hmm. So because of that, a lot of our food, and that's why I'm affected by nyonya food more so because my mom cooks, so she knows how to cook the nyonya food that I am more in touch with that side of, of the of the food growing up that side of the food so hand eating with with her hand is from my mom and so when I saw her do that I wanted to learn how to do it too oh I have to say one thing I love you know my mom would make um, pound chili in a mortar and pestle and they would pound ch- she would pound chili and garlic and shallots and um, and sometimes toasted shrimp paste, like dried shrimp paste. Right, right. Uh huh. Toasted it until it's dry, or sometimes um, uh, over, like grill it over fire, and then and then you sprinkle on it, and you would you would uh, um, pound on it until it becomes this like sriracha, you know, like mm-hmm, chili mm-hmm. paste, and then you would put uh, uh, lime in the in the thing. And so you would dish it out, and we eat that as like, like a condiment. We would eat that with fried bihun. Bihun is what vermicelli noodles. <laughs> and now I'm thinking of your your teacher, huh? What your teacher oh. that you make fun of? <laughs> oh my gosh! How can you remember that? Sun and moon should only eat the plain bihun. I forgot what it was. Something about sun and moon and plain bihun. Because she's American. She's Caucasian. <laughs> oh my gosh. I still have an episode of the recording that I did years ago with Henry in New York. On the bunk bed of the pod hotel that I haven't released yet. 
But anyway, so bihun or vermicelli noodles and the uh, the. But anyway, so after you make that that chili paste, I'm salivating. Your mortar is the mortar the bowl part? Or the uh, no, the pestle is the the pestle is the bowl, the part. bowl part. I can't. I always say more than pestle. I don't know which was which. Right. Uh, so the pestle, you know, like it's like a bowl, and you have all your chili on the stone because you know it's like carve out a piece of stone. Right. So right, right. all this good stuff is trapped there. Like all the nice juices is trapped there. So mm-hmm. what we do is we'll take some rice, sometimes old rice, and we we'll just mm-hmm. pour a scoop in there, and then we'll mix it around with with the spoon or with your hand until it's all it suck up all the mm-hmm. chili mm-hmm. juices and then eat that. That is the most delicious thing. And that's a that's a lovely philosophy that just a little bit of very intense ingredients becomes uh, it, it stretches, right? You're you're adding it to something that is a commodity that you like okay, this is a boring thing that we have to endure. And so let's make it fun with just a little bit of ingredients. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of. Do you have time? Yeah, I have a. I have a lot of food stuff there. Maybe I should like stop this and then we'll plow through another one real quick. Okay. Okay. So uh, if you want to come back and listen to more of us talking about Asian food, I think we're now just now kicking into the high gear of delicious <laughs> food and not gross food. And so you need to come back. Oh, well, and- you probably like there are some people that will find these things disgusting. Oh, the one that we, the ones we like. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Eating out of, um, uh, the pestle probably is gross <laughs> to some people. But anyway, so uh, if you want to leave me comments, you can do so. Go to onlinepodcast.com. Leave a comment there. Uh, you can see partial early part of this recording on YouTube. That's going to be on the website as well. Uh, you're going to need to have to uh, a Google search because I'm too lazy to put the link on Chimpoda and all that for you. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Maybe. But anyway, thank you, Pinoy Boy, for joining me to this week. Um, thank you. And then uh, come back the following week for more of our food talk. Thank you, Benoit Boy. Say bye. Bye. And don't forget to smile, bitches.